0: So hi, hi everyone. This is Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes. I have an exciting guest today, Ruby Rose Yepes. She was introduced to me by a dear friend and who, what did I know? She is this dynamo in this green building industry. I'm so happy to have you. So let's introduce yourself, Ruby. Ruby Rose is a seasoned building industry professional with 10 plus years experience, specializing in affordable housing projects. Ruby Rose graduated from Cal Poly Pomona with a bachelor's of architecture. She has gained industry experience through her work in architecture, construction, and sustainability consulting. She holds several certifications, including LEED AP, BD, C, that's building design and construction, certified energy analyst, certified green building professional, and the green rater. Very impressive. Ruby Rose, as an energy consultant, guided teams to successfully secure fundings and implementing sustainability features required for third party certification and utility incentive programs. She's certified over 30 projects as LEED or green point rated. And Ruby Rose currently supports Southern California Edison as a senior advisor assisting developers and builders in promoting decarbonization programs and resources. She's very active and very, very active in the building <laughs> industry. <laughs> Currently serving as a planning commissioner for the city of South El Monte, and a former board member for U.S. Green Building Council LA, LA chapter, and California Association Building Energy Consultants. She is a committee member of ICC Los Angeles Basin Sustainability Committee and Professional Women in Buildings as well as a board member for the Boldy View chapter of Building Industry Association. Oh, my God, it goes on and on. Your <laughs> qualification is so amazing. <laughs> I'm so humbled. So um, I know you have a lot of knowledge and experiences in the building construction and all that. But today, because uh, you currently work with Southern California Edison, I really like to address the uh, how the utility companies are working with municipalities as well as the governments. To in an effort to decarbonize and help homeowners, basically, to realize a better living, right? So uh, thank you so much, Ruby, for being here, first of all. Thank you, (laughs) Zumi. Thank you. So can you briefly tell us how different utility companies such as your company, Southern California Edison, which I am an, a customer of, um, have worked with the government levels to create programs and ins- incentivize homeowners to improve their home living through energy efficiency upgrades and, you know, and, and electrifying. Yeah, thank you, Azumi.
1: I'm I'm very excited to be here um, and share this information with you. Um, so Southern California Edison is an investor-owned utility, just like the other three major IOUs in the you know in the state. We have PG&E, sdg and, and SoCal Gas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are very regulated organizations. Mm-hmm. And so we are managed by the Public Utility Commission, and mm-hmm. that's who we work very closely with in um, developing and establishing programs, um, like the ones that you're you're referencing that would help support decarbonization. Mm -hmm. So before the big focus used to really be on energy efficiency, which it still is, but now the conversation has shifted, the state is shifted and we're now going to the space and the focus is decarbonization. Mm -hmm. And within that conversation is electrification. Um, you know, the way that we're going to fight the climate crisis is by minimizing our carbon footprint and minimizing our fossil fuel use. Mm-hmm. And so um, electrification is the hot topic. Uh, California, Southern California Edison has our Pathway 2045 white paper, which mm-hmm. identifies our three pillars of um electrifying the grid and cleaning the grid, Um, electrifying transportation, which now, you know, the state is, the governor has mandated that he wants all new vehicles uh, to be all electric in 20 by 2035. Um, And we have a very aggressive program within our e-mobility team that's addressing and supporting that. Mm -hmm. And then we have building electrification, um, which I formerly was on that team. Um, And, you know, we're trying to develop a program that would help support that. So um, we work hand in hand with the Public Utility Commission, as well as with the Energy Commission um, in developing these programs. Mm -hmm. So um, the four IOUs actually have teams within them that's called codes and standards. Mm -hmm. And those are the teams that help to develop and shape what the energy code is going to look like. Right. And um, and then a, a the, uh, the team also is responsible for disseminating and educating our, our customers right. um, and industry stakeholders. So mm-hmm. in my former role as uh, I, on the codes and standards team, I actually used to oversee um, education and outreach, which is specific to the energy code. And, and I worked very closely hand in hand with my other IOU uh, counterparts on the energy code ACE program, which was big on educating um, mm-hmm. the industry on energy efficiency and the code. Now, going back to programs, um, some of the biggest successful programs that have been out there to for homeowners specifically mm-hmm. to address energy efficiency um, have been uh, Energy Upgrade California, which has right. sunset, but that mm-hmm. was a, a huge program that was meant to push energy efficiency on existing buildings, um, existing homes, and then also we had um, the CSI California Solar Initiative. Mm-hmm. So that was a big program that was mm-hmm. helping to, you know, move the market with solar panel installation. And now, you know, the cost of solar panels is like pennies, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the program did its job, right? Mm-hmm. We're the the goal is to develop these programs that will help to, to um, move the market, to transform the market and, and right. get industry stakeholders um, um, you know, on board. Mm -hmm. with what's happening and, you know, Mm -hmm. what's, what's the up and moving technologies and design features and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we are, we are actively working on programs that will help support um, building electrification Mm -hmm. Uh, right now, specific to homeowners that would be existing homeowners, Uh, We do have um, some incentives for heat pumps, both for space conditioning and water heating. So those are the only programs that we have right now that are Mm -hmm. focused on decarbonization, Um, but there's still programs on like smart thermostats um, and now on battery storage, right? Mm -hmm. No, we're no longer offering uh, solar incentives unless you're in like an affordable housing developer. Um, But we are offering incentives for- uh, battery storage through our self-generation incentive program mm-hmm. which is wow. very specific though mm-hmm. so right now the focus is on um those who are in high fire zones right as well as being you know in in uh you know deeded housing type of situation if you have a water well
0: right. if you
1: are on medical baseline mm-hmm. um, right, right. you you right. have um so those are, that's, that's what the focus is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have, you know, uh, those are our larger programs, but then they have, you know, smaller programs to help support the smart thermostat. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do as a homeowner want to buy battery storage, you know, there's, there's a smaller rebate that you can get on that end.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: But they're working on a, on a larger menu of programs currently. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there's this huge transition that's happening right now from programs being managed by, by utilities themselves Mm -hmm. um, to being managed by third parties. So um, within, you know, either Q3, Q4 of this year, you're going to see a lot more programs that are going to come online oh, that are going to be very focused on GHG metrics. So yeah, awesome. a, lot, a lot of stuff is going on right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's actually quite exciting. This, it's, it's an ex- exciting time. And you, you said a few things that I want to uh, clarify. Um, mm-hmm. So when you say incentives, are they mostly in the form of rebates? Because I... Um, I just got uh, three three thousand dollars in rebates for my electric car, but I also u- utilize the energy upgrade programs, and I I use the real um, the gold green financing, mm-hmm. it's, uh, the uh, loans that you can get to specifically do the financing. That's that's the um, the the California Energy Upgrade Program part of, it. and so most of the uh, the most of the incentives in terms of. Um, uh, rebates or what kind of incentives are there?
1: Yes. So most of the incentives are rebates. Um, Mm -hmm. right now there is work being done on whether, you know, they really want to make the process as easy as possible for homeowners. Yeah. So, um, they, they are looking at, you know, programs in which the incentive is being dealt with at the distributor or contractor level instead of the homeowner or the customer. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but yes, usually it's a discount on the pricing itself uh, for situations like that. So the heat pumps themselves, um, um, but then we have programs um like our clear program which is for our wildfire rebuilds or cap mm-hmm. which is our california advanced homes program for new mm-hmm. construction residential mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those are pro those are uh programs that offer incentives once the projects are completed right so um you would get a check once you once you finished and meet all the requirements for the programs i mm-hmm. see
0: and how about the f- federal tax uh uh credit that you know the solar installation this is the i think this is the last year that they were offering the 20 Uh, 23% on on the cost of the installation, I believe.
1: Yeah, no, I actually read, because I was looking into it myself Mm -hmm. um, for solar and battery storage for my own house. And um, it was supposed to change to the 20, to drop to the 23% um, Uh that was supposed to sunset this year. But actually they extended the 28% um, until the end of 2022. So that's still available uh, for homeowners Ooh. that are installing their solar.
0: Yes. That's great. That's a great news. I am so excited because I thought, oh, this is going to be the last year, you know, the last year yeah. so solar install and get that that tax incentives. And how about when you you mentioned industry stakeholders a few times, who are the most uh, actively, really active uh, stakeholders currently, in your opinion, in your observation?
1: Mm-hmm. um well you know uh, my background is working with affordable housing developers right and um I would say that that niche of of builders and developers uh mm-hmm. are really I think uh, because of their funding requirements they usually right. have to take that extra step right. Um, right. to be active with them mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so um I, I really think that they're they're pushing um ahead of the game you also have uh, people who are building, uh, in jurisdictions that now have reach codes. Right. Um, and so like Santa Monica is in our territory. They're actively, you know, all of their new construction needs to be, uh, all electric. Right. So they're one that's also, um, that's actively moving it. And then designers that are daring that, you know, want to push the edge.
0: Right, right, right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, great. I, I really love to hear more about that a little bit, but I have more questions I'm going to Yeah, no, it's okay. No worries. (laughs) What do you want to know, Zumi? Tell me. (laughs) So so how much of the Southern California Edison's uh, power supply currently are renewable? Uh, you know, interesting enough, you. when I did my
1: homework on yeah. that, on that, <laughs> on that data point, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, I was actually really surprised. So, um, Southern California Edison and Edison International uh, released a sustainability report annually, uh-huh. and based off of our 29 report, which uh-huh. was uh, released in June of 2020, uh-huh. uh, we were actually at. Uh, 48% of our power supply was coming from carbon free resources. Ah. And from within that, mm-hmm. 73% was coming from renewable resources because oh, we ah. have, you know, our hydro plants right. and, um, right. you know, we have our, our solar and our wind mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. generation. Mm-hmm. So um, 73% of it. Uh, 73% of the 48% is coming from renewable resources. Um, but surprisingly enough, we were already at 46% before that. So we were already, you know, yeah. pushing the edge with how much power mm-hmm. we were providing that was coming mm-hmm. from a renewable source. Right. Um, but uh, SCE's GHG emissions mm-hmm. um, was from our power supply was 45 percent less than the national average in 2019.
0: Wow. So that was, that was nice to be compared
1: to, other utilities. So that was great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm assuming that uh, you guys, meaning Edison, is working continuously to make that, that percentage tip over, right? Yes. That's, That's really great. So, um, so you did already mention some of the programs that uh, Edison offers. Uh, is there anything that you didn't mention that you can think of that, that Edison specifically offers? You you mentioned the um, battery uh, soar, uh, the storage and yes. heat pump and uh, smart. Thermostat. They
1: also have some rebates for, and of course, you know, um, you know power shutoffs is, is no uh, no secret within our territory, mm-hmm. um, especially with climate change and wildfires. Right. And so right. um, some of the things that they are offering additional rebates on is portable power stations oh, wow. and power generators for customers that have water wells. I
0: see. Um,
1: so those are two additional ones that we do I see. have. I
0: see. Um,
1: and, and actually on our website, if you go to sce.com, we do have what's called an energy advisor. Oh, and- wow. Have you have you seen that before on our website?
0: I think I've I I actually tried to look for it and and I don't know if I actually found it. <laughs> okay, well I'll
1: definitely have to share it with you. But yeah. but basically what it is is mm-hmm. um it's an online tool that kind of takes some of your information mm-hmm. um you know what's your energy usage or you know mm-hmm. kind of get understand your lifestyle right. and then um it'll it'll populate uh what are the best ways for the customer to conserve energy, um, which would then, you know, reduce their electric bill, um, as well as, you know, what are potential rebate programs that are active that they could participate in. So it's a really nice tool to be able to utilize as a homeowner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So do you know um, that all the other, your competitors, or I don't know if you want to, maybe competitors, maybe not the right word, but, you know, pg and E or even LADWP, are you aware of similar programs that they're offering?
1: Yeah, so typically for the most part, mm-hmm. um, all of the IOUs, the programs that we offer are statewide. So they're, oh, they're generally rather similar. I see. Um, other than, you know, we're, we're only an electric utility versus SoCal gas. That's an only a gas utility. Yeah, so right. they have incentives that are, you know, primarily focused on gas and use appliances where right. we would have incentives that are focused on, um, Right. electric and use yeah. appliances. So yeah. that's really the only difference I can mm-hmm. think of. But for mm-hmm. the most part, um, everybody's kind of consistent mm-hmm. uh, with the programs that we're mm-hmm. offering right now. And we speak, you know, um, everybody, all the different teams within Edison that are developing programs usually mm-hmm. have a counterpart uh, right. in the different other IOUs. Right, and right. so they're actively you know speaking and coordinating and collaborating on developing mm-hmm. the programs themselves
0: mm-hmm. yeah. so it's a
1: pretty it's a pretty collective effort amongst all of the utilities
0: for that's the very part. encouraging so so i'm curious you know in the light of now we are looking at electrifying what are the gas utilities doing what what what's the role that they're playing in this decarbonizing climate <laughs>
1: Well, I don't work for the gas company, right. so I can't really speak to right. what their goals are, but mm-hmm. there's definitely a place for gas within decarbonization right. um, and the conversation, right? You really yes. need to have both sides of the right. of the discussion and both sides of the table in the right. space right. Um, because it's going to take time right. uh, to either electrify buildings yeah. um, existing and or new. And yeah. so, you know, there, there still is a pipeline of work that's gonna have gas to buildings. Right. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I, from what I've heard, right, in, in other uh, events and workshops that I've heard, mm-hmm. you know, renewable natural gas is something that they're really looking at. Oh, wow. um, and uh, I think, um, what was the other one? Uh, hydro. Right alarm hydrogen uh yes, is another hydrogen. one. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So um both of those, I I believe, are two things that they're really actively looking at. Yeah. Um. And you know, everybody everybody has to come to the table with something, and it's just yeah. a matter of how yeah. how what will be the best option to support mm-hmm. our community members homeowners building owners right. as we move forward in yeah. fighting and you know addressing this climate crisis because it's a crisis yeah. now right yeah. it's not yeah. i mean we're all experiencing these extreme temperatures um and so you know we have to take an active role in in how yeah. we're going to address this yeah and i think everybody has to come to the table with with the way of how they're going to address it so agree. um yeah both parts of both parts of the conversation yeah. both ends of the utilities need to be there to have the yeah. conversation it's just yeah. a matter of how is it going to be done what are the realistic ways of doing it
0: right you know? yeah yeah because as a real estate agent i um you know i talk to a lot of homeowners and you know homebuyers and there's still a little bit of resistance to electrifying like your kitchen you know people, oh, yeah. people love to cook with the gas so you know if the gas companies are doing what they're doing you know it 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 kind of there's there's a hope I think you know and so well yeah yeah
1: I just (laughs) I wish communication and messaging wasn't so fear-based sometimes. Right. But, um, you know, it's kind of like history repeats itself. We're going back to the gold medallion, uh, all electric homes, um, where, you know, I mean, if we were to have to go use a coil stove, that probably (laughs) wouldn't be the best nowadays. Right. Right. But with the technologies that are out Mm -hmm. there, the induction cooktop really Mm -hmm. is an amazing appliance. Um, I got, I got the, uh, you know, the opportunity to be able to showcase it at, uh, our old hands meeting for our leadership mm-hmm. uh, last year and you know we were melting chocolate and dipping strawberries oh, and different God. things in there yeah. and and you know you could literally lift the pan yeah. and not you know not burn yourself cuz as right. soon as the pan is off of right. the the cooktop then it's no longer exactly. heated I it know. only heats the the steel surface that it's touching right Yeah, and um you know, for me, that actually is really important. We spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I'm not the best cook, but I try. Um, and especially now with COVID, you know, yeah. we do spend a lot of time in the kitchen and, and right. my husband does as well. And, you know, our kids really love to be with us there. And, and our, mm. our kitchen setup is where the, the stove is actually the center of the kitchen. Yeah. So we have a little bench that they can hop up on and they help us when we're yeah. prepping food. And, yeah. and so their face is literally... In the stove, stove, Um, so anything that's being emitted from the stove is going straight into their nostrils and into their, you know, their lungs, and so I am definitely concerned about that, Mm -hmm. Um, but also the biggest thing is them potentially getting burned. Yeah. right? They yeah. want to touch everything and yeah. whatnot. And so if I'm able to quickly take something off and the surface is immediately cooled and there, yeah. there's no potential for them right. or myself, because I, I could be clumsy at times <laughs> to get burned. Yeah. We do. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so that is, that is one thing that, that I, I, you know, I really look forward to and, and you can definitely, you know, I, I know that there's hesitation. Yeah. Um, obviously, people don't like to be told you can't do this anymore. Right. Um, you know the the whole movement with decarbonization isn't really meant to break into people's homes and rip out their right. stove <laughs> or rip out their gas <laughs> and use appliances. No, I mean we yeah. want you to be able to do it willingly yeah. when you have the proper education and resources exactly. at your fingertips exactly. to really understand what is the purpose of it. Exactly. Right. Um. Yeah. And what role you play as a homeowner? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, lifestyle has a huge impact on energy mm-hmm. usage, yeah. and it needs to be modified in order to really address and take responsibility for what is happening to our environment. And if we don't start now, and we wait, it's gonna be it's gonna be worse than what it is now. Right. And so, um, totally with you. Again, <laughs> I get my own resistance from my family members. You know, I. You know, we're currently doing. Uh, a remodel at my house uh-huh. and um, it's been it's been ongoing like from my first pregnancy five years ago it's like <laughs> I when I get pregnant I really nest and I, I go to the extreme of doing remodels so the sure. first pregnancy we did this whole remodel of the house because yeah. um, the house we live in is actually my grandparents oh, and wow. it was built in the 60s so no insulation in the walls it had a central furnace there was like wow. no upgrades to nothing yeah and um, you know I <laughs> I was not going to deal with SoCal heat uh, <laughs> while I was pregnant. Right. So I, you know, I was like, we're getting, we're getting central air conditioning and it's going to be a heat pump. Right. Um, and so I got that installed.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but, you know, just making little things. And so now we're at a point where we're actually, we're kind of um, remodeling the garage to make it like a, a workout space for All us. Right. But, um, and actually another closet for me, but <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, I, I want to insulate the walls. I didn't get to do that last time. I Mm want to do it now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a priority for me. And so my husband and I were having that conversation on budget for our do it yourself project. And, you know, that's a high priority for me. It may not be for him, yeah. but he understands. You right. know, I know you're an energy, you're an energy efficient person. You're a greenie. I know that's so important for you, um, but he still doesn't fully understand, right? right. And, and yeah. my dad's in construction. He kind of yeah. gives me pushback too. But yeah. you know, it's it's important. I mean, yeah. I really want to minimize my yeah. my HVC load, right? right. Yeah, um, and have have the thermal comfort in my house 365 exactly. days a exactly. year. Exactly. Um, I think I've been experiencing it a lot more now that I've been working from home right. um, because our bedrooms are on the north side of the house mm-hmm. and uh, there's no insulation in the walls and it could be a beautiful 80 degree day outside. And I'm yeah. literally freezing in yeah. my room yeah. uh, because, you know, there's no insulation in the walls. Right. right. So it's even more of a driving force now for me yeah. to make those upgrades. Yeah.
0: And it's important for you to get that done before you put the panels on, on your roof, right?
1: Yes. So, (laughs) yeah. uh, You know, people are, uh, you know, want to be on the solar panel bandwagon. Exactly. And I get it. I get it. You know, you want to be environmentally conscious. You want to do your role. Yeah. But honestly, for me, if somebody were to ask me, what would you do first? Yeah, Energy efficiency is always the first thing exactly. you should do Yeah, because you want to reduce your home load or your home energy load right. uh, before you put on panels because exactly. you may be putting on three, four, five extra panels that exactly. you may not even need Exactly. Um, because you're reducing your load first, right? So yeah. you're putting in insulation. Yeah. Um, I'm putting in a radiant barrier in my yeah. attic. Uh, that plays a huge role, right? Yeah. You're cooling down your attic where your HVAC ducts are. Yeah. Um, having good windows. We did that on another one of our remodel revisions. Um, having efficient, you know, heating and cooling system, uh, right. which is with our heat pump. Right. Um, our water heater, you know, I, that's next on the list to, yeah, to change it too. over to a heat <laughs> pump water heater, but making sure, right? Yeah. Making sure that you have these things. And, and also, you know, appliances in general, Right. I had a, I had a family member who came to me one time and they were like, Hey Ruby, you know, does an $800 utility bill sound like right to you? And I'm like, $800. $800. What are you doing in the house? And he's like, nothing like we turn off lights, you know, and, and he, they, they couldn't understand it. He's like, we don't have air conditioning. Right. And I was like, oh my God, no, there's something wrong. Maybe somebody's yeah. tapping into your power. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So I said, maybe you really need to check. Like, do you have any extra appliances in your house, in your yeah. garage? Right. We have extra, uh, potentially people have extra um, refrigerators or freezers in their garage and it's always their old one. Right. Right. It's always always the old one yeah and what they don't realize is that those are very inefficient appliances and so that's what happened they had a really old freezer in the garage that was just killing their plug load right that was just super consuming energy yeah and as soon as they unplugged it boom it was down to about 150 dollars
0: oh my god yes that's so thing yeah being
1: conscious of those things is mm-hmm. so so important and just lifestyle in general right yeah. you know yeah. I know we say turning off lights but but plug loads is also a really big thing mm-hmm. um, making sure that you're shutting down your computers, turning right. off your TVs, turning off your uh, cable boxes yeah um, all of that should be completely shut down if you're not using it because that's just you know what they call mm-hmm. a vampire plug load right. um, that is just running and you're yeah. not even using it yeah, and you're getting charged for it. So, yeah. um it's best to to at least educate yourself on that, right, right? and exactly. understand how yeah. you can best address those issues yeah.
0: So by the way, you, you know, you just answered my next questions, right? (laughs) I know, I was thinking about it and I was like, should I wait? (laughs) No, other than, other than like what we already know, like changing your light bulb and getting the Energy Star appliances, you know, and those are the things that we don't really think about to like turn off your computer, like, you know, I, I used to have all my devices plugged in all the time, unless mm-hmm. I am with you know I'm walking away going out with it you know and 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 all my power strips are on all the time, even if there's nothing on it mm. yeah right? and it's it's like you said it's a it's it's kind it's a lifestyle, but it's more of a behavioral change that,
1: yes. that we have
0: to kind of be really mindful about. So actually, sorry, really quickly.
1: Yeah. Me speaking of that, Um, I was just thinking, you know, lifestyle, yeah. Lifestyle's is huge. Being able to modify your lifestyle to yeah. reduce your energy load is really yeah. how you're going to do it. Right. Yeah. And one of the things is, you know, I said that there was the rebate for the smart thermostats, right. but those are really amazing tools to really help you. Right. <laughs> the The smart thermostat is learning the, the schedule for its right. inhabitants. Yeah. And once it has it down, then it's like he. Heating and cooling it as needed it's not yeah. constantly heating it's not right. constantly cooling yeah and then through edison we do have a program which i'm enrolled in um which is our energy savings program where whenever there's going to be an event where they need to you know drop load
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: because you know the the grid is being overworked right um then you get a notification that hey we're gonna we're going to um monitor your temperature yeah. and i mean it's nothing excessive you know mm-hmm. they'll bring you up to like 78 degrees which you kind should be at anyways right um or you know they'll draw and then but then they heat it and cool it as needed right. so um that's another program when you were asking about rebates and yeah. incentives that's actually right. another program where you yeah. can get a savings on your bill if you right. participate in programs like that
0: do you yeah. need to have the smart meter to have that uh program do you know
1: that's a good question. I don't know off of the top of my head. Right. I'm not quite sure. I would assume so because right. I think that's how the utility company um, is talking to your equipment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'll definitely yeah. look into that for I, you though. I
0: would look into that as well. Okay, so last question. Mm-hmm. Um, you are active with this is kind of like, you know, going back to the first question. You're active with builders and developers. Um, you know, in educating them. So what's the incentives that we can find to motivate them? Like you were talking about the the affordable housing and, you know, lower income housing. There's a lot of, it seems like there's a lot of incentives or programs to incentivize the uh, builders. But I, you know, what I'm always frustrated with is the middle range market, you know, home Mm -hmm. market. And there's a lot of builders and flippers who are, you know, building and flipping. And that's that's the kind of uh, market that I have been trying to reach. Do you have any idea how we could incentivize? Do you are you aware of any programs or um, systems that can incentivize them or how to educate them or promote to them?
1: Yeah, so for builders... Mm-hmm. Um, and developers that are doing new construction, right? So ne- new single family track homes, right. uh, new affordable housing multifamily or right. just regular market rate multifamily. Mm-hmm. We do have our California Advanced Homes Program. Mm-hmm. And that has program has been around for years. I actually used to push my my past clients through it mm-hmm. um, and help them gain money for the additional energy efficiency measures that they were doing. Right. Um, that program used to be, both Mm -hmm. offered for dual fuel and all electric homes okay obviously with the code um going all electric until the 2019 code was not beneficial and didn't really work out for most builders and developers right because Uh if you had gas to the site right then you know the most cost effective which programs are based off of cost effectiveness the cost effect the most cost effective option was to have gas in the building right so Um, you couldn't, you could not do all electric was not really an option for most, um, most builders that were trying to gain compliance with the energy code. Right Right now, given the, you know, change in, in, in focus of decarbonization, um, Southern California Edison is the only utility right now that is offering the California advanced homes program for new construction only and for all electric homes, meaning no gas to site. So no gas fire pits, no gas barbecue. Um, If it's multifamily, no gas to your central water heating system. Everything has to be an electric and use appliance.
0: Um,
1: And, you know, there's a lot of great resources out there that can help guide uh, Mm -hmm. anybody who's interested in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a peer, Sean, with Redwood Energy. They just came out with this amazing um, you know, all electric home guide. There's one for both single family and multifamily. Wow. Um, Edison has also released a case study home a case study book on all electric homes as well. Mm-hmm. And I believe they're in the process of developing another one.
0: Okay. So
1: there are some resources out there. Okay. Um, but going back to the rebates, so there's a California Advanced Homes rebate. Right. Um, and that right now is two thousand dollars per lot or a thousand dollars per unit for multifamily. Wow. Um that's significant. Now, if you're talking yeah, it, it can be. Yeah. If you're doing a lot of them, yeah. right. If yeah. you're if you're a builder that's doing a whole track, then right. that's great. If you're doing yeah. multipound, that's great. But for like a single family home where you're flipping it and doing yeah. a completely gut rehab, right? Which yeah. would then if you're pulling permit, it's considered new construction. Yeah. That's that's two thousand dollars that you would right. get towards yeah. that project. Yeah. So that could help offset any upgrades that you're doing with with appliances. Um, but right now that program is currently being um transitioned to be a statewide program managed wow. by PG&E. Wow. And um, they are in the process of, of developing it with a third party. Um, uh, oh my god, i so be a, a third party uh implementer right uh who will help to run the program okay. so once that program comes into play which will mm-hmm. be their end of q3 or q4 this year uh-huh. um edison will no longer be offering ours okay. but you know there may be the option that all electric is included in that i i i want to say it probably will be, but yeah. I don't want to speak out of, you know, out of term, right. Right. Um, I, I don't know the details of the new program just yeah. yet, but I'm, wow. I'm crossing my fingers that it does yeah, have, you know, incentives for all electric
0: too. Yeah. Wow, this was so great. I have so many more things I want to talk to you about, but i <laughs> we're running out of time. So thank it's you all so much, Ruby. So where, um, where could we find you? Could people find you or where would be the best resource for regular homeowners or home dwellers like anybody can go to to find information that they can they can learn more about different incentives or different ways of reducing their energy bill. Do you have any recommendation?
1: So, um, on our website on, on se.com, um, if you look under, you know, being a homeowner, there mm-hmm. should be a guide for energy efficiency or a guide okay. for all electric homes. If okay. you go to that webpage, that actually has a pretty extensive um, amount of information that, yeah. you know, a customer yeah. can use or homeowner okay. needs on that. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a page just for rebates. So oh, you yeah. can find our rebate page and, and see if there's anything that's applicable for you.
0: Yeah. Um, but there's other one. places too,
1: right? So, yeah. you know, car. Has a lot of information as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what are some other ones? Um, I'm a I'm a big LinkedIn junkie. Yeah. So if they yeah. ever need anything, they can me, find me on LinkedIn under <laughs> Ruby Rose Yepez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I am there, um, and you know, actively reading and sharing information in that mm-hmm. space. Um, but also Southern California thing. Edison, we uh, you know, as I mentioned, we we uh, coordinate and collaborate with other IOUs on the Energy Code ACE mm-hmm. platform. Yeah. And so that's an amazing literally hands off to that to the team that develops that content. It mm-hmm. really is some amazing mm-hmm. um, uh, trainings and workshops. there's both online, on demand, uh, resources and, you know, guides to, uh, really diving deep into the energy code. Um, and then also, you know, there's the REN networks. 3C REN has some really amazing resources and workshops as well. Okay. Um, and, uh, let's see, what else do I dive into? Um, I don't know, podcasts, podcasts always have so much great content and just really hearing those live conversations between people and their experiences, I think really goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Um, But Edison, we also have our energy education center. So we have our workforce and um, education and training team and uh, the codes and standards works very closely with them in putting out content Mm -hmm. and trainings to help educate our customers on, you know, energy efficient measures. What can you do to your home? Um, obviously a lot of the, the focus right now is on all electric, uh, you know, compliance, because that's now a feasible option that didn't really exist before right. um, through the energy code. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the content that's being developed is focused on that. Although there's a comparison between, you know, what, if you did want to do fossil fuel versus all electric, like let's really compare and really understand, yeah. um, you know, what the options are having choice in, in, in that. So yeah, um, there's that so there's there's a multitude but you know um AIA also I know you've been to one of the workshops that I hosted back in the yeah. day uh you know AIA chapters really have some great content as well yeah. Yeah. um that's a that's a good space to be in as well
0: yeah yeah well thank you so much Ruby this was so great thank you Izumi
1: (laughs) I really appreciate you inviting me especially in March you know right after International uh, Women's Day so I'm so so lucky and blessed to be here and share this with you
0: yeah thank you so much well thank you so much everyone this is Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes and thank you again Ruby and until